7.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Hi, I'm Ozzy Yuma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh! Fresh! Look what I brought for you. So long! Huh. Brother! Where I come from, see nobody be walking alone. What right? Uh, 89 dead and they tell you no killer. Uh, uh, when the police come knocking, I can do. Run for your life before you wake your brother. Uh, I'm from ghetto, only forget to, die forget to. Start forget to, speak to ghetto, never forget to. Everywhere I go, the boys them don't know The girls them look poor I'm just surviving with a reason to live like fuck you My role models, no dice for show Ghetto, that's all Where I'm from, it's called the ghetto My role models, I'm from a place called ghetto Ghetto, it's from ghetto I'm from the ghetto, it's from ghetto I'm from the street, I know where I come from, can't go out at night You gon' have to run from the dark and the light You gon' take a chance, they gon' take your life On the street, I do Ghetto, it's a lot of snakes over there No, nobody give a f*** over there Police station, can't trust no one Should've died, died, My role models, no dice for sure From early morning at the bottle store You better know how the numbers go Go, 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 go Go, 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 go Okay Started from the street, I know The street, I know That's my home You don't want to jam me more Put on the bed That's a crime I just wanna be the big of this Of who the biggest No judge of them body team I know you go come back for more Come back for more is a feel good radio 3 minutes can past 10 a.m. thank you for choosing fresh 107.9 fm abogata it's a wednesday is the 21st of april 2021 hope your wednesday morning I started the brightest way possible. Hope work is going good. Hope your businesses are going good. For those of you who are home, where uh, you're listening to us this morning, hope you're having a great time uh, this Wednesday morning. Kiss Daniel, uh, featuring South African rapper Nasta C with a song Gato. That's the song you just listened to. Well, that's the song kickstarting things uh, this morning. It's platform this Wednesday morning. This is where we're going to talk about a lot of issues that affect you and I, issues that are uh, getting a lot of reactions across the country. Um, yesterday, saw a number of talks, even up until this morning, 
about uh, the um, release by the UK Home Office or a division of the UK Home Office here in Nigeria talking about how they will be willing to grant asylum to uh, members or people that they termed persecuted members of uh, the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra or the movement uh, for you know for the sovereignty of uh, Biafra that's mass up and um, it has gotten a number of reactions uh, for the Nigerian government they say is an affront they say it is uh, the UK sabotaging its efforts at fighting um, um, uh, what's the word now at fighting insecurity and terrorism and the like and a lot of other issues but um, it's been getting a lot of reactions and uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that this uh, morning. In fact, I'll be speaking with uh, a lecturer of uh, history and diplomatic studies uh, from the Taishalari University of Education. He'll be talking to us via the phone lines this morning as regards to what this means uh, from the diplomatic relations angle, uh, what it means for bilateral ties between uh, both countries. Uh, again, um, we will also be getting your own thoughts as far as that particular issue is concerned and what it means for Nigeria as a country. But before then, I'll be bringing you up to speed about uh, some latest updates in the country, the latest COVID numbers, as well as the latest as far as the strike and backed upon by judiciary workers in the country. Of course, they are demanding full implementation of financial autonomy uh, for the judiciary in the country. Welcome to the platform uh, this Wednesday morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to have you join the program this morning. to you once again thank you for joining us this wednesday morning the 21st of april 2021 as platform on fresh 107.9 fm abelkuta wale bakar is my name and it's good to know you're there joining the program uh, this uh, morning 
Uh, well, I did say that just before we get into what will be our focus this morning on the program, I'll be bringing you up to speed as regards the latest as far as the COVID-19 uh, is uh, concerned. Remember that um, at the start of the week, uh, the country reported uh, what has been its uh, lowest uh, daily figure uh, since about a year. Uh, the country reported 26 new cases. Uh, that turned out to be the lowest since uh, Nigeria reported 11 uh, sometime in April 2020. Anyway, uh, the other good news, of course, is that the last uh, seven or eight days, uh, there have been no new deaths recorded in the country. And um, we've uh, continued to see a reduced number of cases, uh, so to speak, as reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control uh, in the last couple of days. Yesterday, uh, the NCDC reported uh, that the country recorded 120 uh, new COVID cases. Uh, of those 120 new cases, um, Enugu State reported the highest with 53 uh, Lagos had uh, 22, Rivers had 18, Ogun State had 8 new cases, the FCT had 7, Abia had 6, Kano had 5, and then Bochi reported 1 new case. Um, total confirmed cases in the country at the moment is 164,423. Out of that number, 154,406 people have uh, recovered uh, from the virus um you know uh, in the country although uh, there have been um 2061 people uh, that have also died as a result of the virus when you do the maths uh, it leaves the country uh, at the moment with a total of um, I'm trying to get it hold of the total number of active cases uh, in the country at the moment it's a lot of maths uh, especially for anyway uh, 7,956 uh, that's the total number of active cases well uh, it's simple maths actually it's just the total confirmed cases minus the number of people that have been discharged minus the number of people sadly uh, that have died from the virus so 7,956 active cases in the country um, at the moment because uh, uh, the hope is that we will continue to record reduced number of cases, continue to have a lot of people getting recovered, and that would mean that there would be a drastic improvement, a drastic reduction as far as the number of active cases in the country is concerned. I saw the report uh, which said that uh, here in Ogun State there's been about 59,000 people that have been vaccinated, vaccination going on across some other parts uh, of the country as well. Uh, but uh, uh, here in Ogun State particularly, there is the need uh, to, you know, um, continue to be careful uh, because I know that for so many days, uh, the latest figures that were reported every day by the uh, NTDC did not have new cases reported in Ogun State. Uh, but uh, And that might have led a number of people to begin to think, well, uh, Ogun State might be out of the woods, but... Uh, if you uh, take a look at the numbers I've reported for about uh, in the last uh, seven days, uh, there are about uh, seven days. Yes, I c you could say that April the 14th, I saw six new cases reported uh, in Ogun. Uh, 15 saw three new cases reported. 16 saw five new cases reported uh, on the 
um, on the 17th, I'm trying to see if I can get a hold of those figures. Well, on the 18th, there were four new cases reported. Uh, 19th, uh, okay, there were no new cases reported in Ogun State. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, the point I'm trying to make, uh, there were eight new cases reported yesterday in Ogun State. The point I'm trying to make is that, um, yes, for so many days, there were no new cases reported in the state. But uh, you could see that in uh, uh, six of, of the last seven days thereabout, there have been uh, you know, new cases reported in the state. And hence, uh, what it tells us is that uh, there is that chance that there is that there is that very slim chance although when you go by the numbers that someone around you uh, someone around someone around you uh, might have the virus and they might be transmitting or they could transmit uh you know we know what the vaccination situation has been not everybody has been able to get vaccinated uh numbers uh, there's uh, some people who for one reason or the other have refused to get vaccinated and the likes but what it tells us is that we're still uh, there's still the need to remain careful there's still the need to uh, be very vigilant and uh, continue to obey these measures that we've spoken about a lot of times wearing your face masks you know avoiding crowded places washing your hands with soap and water as regularly as possible improving on your personal hygiene and if possible uh, and uh, you know using alcohol-based sanitizers having those sanitizers with you everywhere you go so um, hopefully, by the time we continue to obey these guidelines, by the time uh, you know we continue to be careful, uh, we'll keep seeing reduced numbers of um, cases being reported. 120 reported yesterday, like I said. Uh, total active cases in the country at the moment is um, 7,956. Interestingly, uh, Lagos... Uh, where the vast majority of cases were from or are from, uh, they don't even have the highest number of active cases. In fact, uh, the likes of um, Undo, um, Nasarawa, Delta, uh, those three, uh, uh, even Adamawa, yeah, uh, those uh, four, I think, have more active cases uh, than Lagos. Nasarawa with the highest active cases in the country, 1,994. And then uh, Undo with 1,099. There's Delta with 802. And there's Adama with 757. And then there's Lagos with 739 active cases. Then uh, you'd have the likes of the FCT following with 501 active cases. Anyway, Ogun State at the moment, uh, there are 27 active cases uh, in the state of Ogun State. Uh, one of the states with the lowest number of cases. And uh, you could say that's commendable considering... Uh, you know, how many cases Ogun has had to deal with and, uh, you know, Ogun's proximity to Lagos and, you know, uh, which is the epicenter, of course. Uh, so you could say it is commendable. So uh, it shows uh, in as much as a number of uh, people have been criticized about how they're not obeying the guidelines. So maybe, maybe uh, we've actually done good as a group, but uh, it's not time to lose our guard or let our guards down. Uh, it is time to continue to obey these guidelines. And, you know, actually, the hope is that um, some of the things that we learned in the course of this COVID pandemic, especially as regards hygiene, uh, we will continue to uh, put them into practice because these are things that we probably should have uh, put into practice a long time ago. I remember the last time I was talking to some experts about uh, tuberculosis and they were saying... Uh, even as far, part of the fight against tuberculosis, we probably should have uh, engaged this whole, uh, you know, coughing into the elbow, uh, great cough etiquette, uh, you know, wearing our face mask and the likes uh, since a long time ago. Uh, anyway, that's the situation as far as the COVID-19 
uh, is uh, concerned. Uh, the uh, security situation uh, in the country continues to get a lot of attention. Uh, in fact, latest report um, has it that uh, gunmen have attacked um, on Tuesday night abducted some students of a private university in Kaduna State, Greenfield University. Uh, the private varsity is located along the Kaduna Abuja Highway in Chikun local government area and is also the first private university in the state established about three years ago. Now, the latest incident is the first major attack that bandits will launch on communities around the Kaduna Abuja Highway since 300 female soldiers were deployed to the general area in January. Uh, this year, the State Commissioner for Internal Security and Home Affairs, as Mr. Samuel Arwan, has confirmed the incident because um, uh, there are a lot of details that remain sketchy as far as that attack on that private university uh, is uh, concerned. Meanwhile, gunmen have again attacked another police station in Enugu, and there are reports that three policemen or police officers might have lost their lives uh, in that attack. A divisional police station in Adani, that's in Uzo, Uwani, local government of Enugu, has been attacked uh, today uh, by gunmen. This is coming barely 24 hours after a police zonal headquarters in Ukpo, Anambra State, was attacked. It was gathered that three policemen on duty were killed while several others were injured. Uh, during the attack. It was also learned that the uh, place, uh, the station uh, was raised. Oh, a lot of things in the station were burnt down. But uh, we will uh, definitely stay on that and get details. The State Police Command, they are here to confirm the attack. Uh, they say that they will be making, or oh, they have actually confirmed the attack, saying that they will be making details available uh, much later. That's as far as updates on the country's security situation is concerned. Really, really worrying times for the country as regards um, security. The strike by judiciary workers still on. They were supposed to have a meeting uh, with uh, the Minister of Labor and a number of others yesterday. It turned out that um, they waited for so many minutes and uh, when uh, the uh, minister did not arrive, the judiciary workers staged the walkout uh, from uh, the meeting. Uh, they say that they waited over an hour at the conference room of the Ministry of Labor and Employment where, they where, uh, where the failed meeting uh, was to be held. The workers who sang solidarity songs as they left the conference room refused to listen to pleas from the permanent secretary who informed them that the minister was holding a meeting uh, with the government team. Uh, in his office. The failed meeting is the second in the series of meetings scheduled with the Labour Minister and aimed at resolving the impasse uh, between the government and judiciary workers who are demanding autonomy uh, for the judiciary. Well, um, as it turns out, uh, the um, the members of Justin were told by the Permanent Secretary that the Minister of Labour and Employment, Dr. Chris Ingege, was actually at a meeting uh, with uh, the government officials. Uh, so apparently they were having a meeting before that meeting and they uh, probably felt uh, they had uh, been uh, made to stay for too long and they felt that um, they just couldn't wait any longer. But... Uh, as far as the governors are concerned, in case you missed it, uh, the chairman of the Nigeria Governors Forum, uh, he was speaking the day before, uh, saying that uh, the governors are not in any way opposed to autonomy, uh, saying that um, uh, sometime in May, uh, not later than May 2021, they are looking at beginning implementation. As far as financial autonomy is concerned, that was uh, the uh, that was those were the words of the governor of the state, Kadifaimi, who was also the chairman of the NGO. Let's take a listen uh, before we move on this morning. 
The issue is about implementation. There has been no objection from governors on judicial and legislative autonomy. As a matter of fact, it would not have passed if governors were not in support in the first instance in the state assembly. So that issue has been fully and holistically addressed. But we don't just want to agree to something on paper without working out the modalities for implementation. Thankfully, the meeting we have just emerged from with the chief of staff to the president, Cherry, has worked out the modalities to the satisfaction of all parties. We believe that the striking workers should return to their offices. I think we're reasonably at a position where whether you speak to the conference of speakers chairperson or you speak to me or you speak to the representative of the judiciary or you speak to the Secretary of the Federation, you will hear that we're speaking with one voice on the implementation and no later than May you will start seeing uh, the implementation of the agreement that we've reached. The state governor, Dr. Kadifam, is also the chairman of the Nigeria Governors Forum, uh, speaking on the judiciary strike. Uh, well, uh, some uh, saw the words or view, believe the words of the of the governors. Uh, they see it as cherry news, but uh, unfortunately, that meeting yesterday uh, between uh, the uh, judiciary workers and um, the, you know the labor minister did not hold. But we would have to wait and see how things pan out as far as that uh, is uh, concerned. Uh, in case you're just joining us, I did say uh, that the talks surrounding the uh, latest revelation by the United Kingdom saying that it would be ready to grant asylum to members of IPOP and MASUP uh, who they termed as being persecuted in the country. Uh, he's been getting a number of reactions. Uh, the uh, United uh, Kingdom's uh, visa um, office uh, they uh, came out uh, with uh, a note yesterday. The, United, the UK visas and immigration they issued new guidelines to their decision make uh, to their decision makers on how to consider and grant asylum applications of members of Biafran secessionist groups in Nigeria. Now, in the guidelines. Uh, which were published on a website, assets.publishing.service.gov.uk forward slash government. It was stated that the asylum would be granted to persecuted members of IPOP and MASOP. Uh, remember that um, IPOP was designated uh, a terrorist organization by uh, the federal government uh, a few years ago. Uh, that group was formed in 2012 by Unamdi Kanu. And then there is MASOP, which was founded in 1999 by Ralph in Now, the two groups are calling for the cessation of uh, the Igbo in the southeast and many other ethnic nationalities in the south-south from Nigeria. Uh, in the guidelines, uh, titled Country Policy and Information Notes Nigeria, Biafran Secessionist Groups released in March, the UK VI, a division of the UK Home Office, directed its decision-makers to consider if a person who actively openly supports IPOP is likely to be at risk of arrest and detention and ill-treatment, which is likely to amount to persecution. It further said the UK must also consider 
if the federal government's actions were acts of prosecution and not persecution. In their words, those fleeing persecution, uh, um, that, uh, well, an example of those fleeing persecution, they say if it is the vehicle or excuse for, or if only certain groups are prosecuted for a particular offense and the consequences of that discrimination are sufficiently severe. Uh, they say punishment which is cruel, inhuman, or degrading uh, may also amount to persecution. On the alleged marginalization of Igbo, which it said led to the current agitation by IPOB, the UK uh, um, statement said Nigeria's President Muhammad Boyer has been perceived by some as being dismissive and unsympathetic towards the people of the Southeast, particularly with regard to the appointment of senior government officials, which appear to favor his northern constituents. They went on to say uh, that uh, this calls for cessation uh, is uh, part of uh, what uh, some in the Southeast have uh, called underrepresentation in the federal government, marginalization, and deficient infrastructure in the area as a result of small allocation of federal resources uh, to other regions. And um, the, the UK government observed that these new independence movements were reportedly driven by a sense of unfair treatment and marginalization. Now, uh, they went further down to talk about how they also have seen or have heard that uh, some of the utterances of um, IPOP through their online platforms or their radio Biafra and some of the utterances of the founder Anam De Kanu are utterances that uh, promote resistance against government or have stoked violence. Uh, they acknowledge that the Nigerian government have uh, a, uh, you know, a right to protect the sovereignty of the country to um, you know, try to uh, somewhat clamped down on individuals that are threatening the sovereignty of the country, but they say that such clamping down will not, um, should not uh, get to the level where it is believed that is uh, that certain individuals or groups are being persecuted. And they say that in case of this, uh, they of course uh, would be willing to grant asylum to such individuals or such groups. Uh, well, um, the Minister of Information, Lai Mohammed. Uh, said that um, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs will take up the asylum offer to IPOP with the British High Commission, saying that uh, he's sure uh, that uh, the Minister of um, uh, the Minister of uh, Foreign Affairs will uh, be looking into it and be talking with his counterparts in Britain. Uh, but uh, he said, as the spokesperson to the federal government, uh, he said that. Um, what the UK are doing is considered inappropriate and availed support for the outlawed group which had been agitating for the disintegration of the country. In fact, he said uh, that uh, it is, uh, you know, that act, it is an act of sabotage as far as Nigeria's fight against terrorism uh, is uh, concerned. Well, so many reactions have trailed it. Um, social political groups, Pande for Anese, Feni Ferry and the likes, they've been having a lot to say as far as the situation is concerned. But uh, there are a number of people uh, who have uh, been talking about the uh, possible um, uh, you know, effect on bilateral ties between Nigeria and the UK and what it means uh, for the two countries, or for Nigeria especially, as far as relations with the UK uh, are concerned.
thank you for staying with us. Still, platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. I did say uh, that uh, we'll be getting some insight as far as uh, the bilateral angle, the bilateral relations angle to this matter and, uh, you know, what it means for the country's foreign relations. And um, I have uh, joining me via the phone lines a lecturer from the Department of History and Diplomatic Studies at uh, the Taishalaran University of Education, Mr. Niyo Gunkoya. Uh, good morning to you, Mr. Gunkoya. Good to have you join us this morning. Good morning. It's good to have me on the show. Well, um, I, I'm sure you, you, you followed, you know, the number of reactions uh, that have uh, trailed this matter. And, yes. you know, uh, for, first off, uh, what, what, what would you say that we should be doing as a country because of um, our age-long bilateral relationship with the UK and how to ensure that this does not deteriorate into, well, some say that it's deteriorated into a, uh, a bilateral row already. How do we ensure that it doesn't deteriorate uh, further or it doesn't uh, become a big issue between both countries? Well, I want to thank you first and foremost for having me on the show. But straight to the business of the day, I think it's right about time the Nigerian government will realize that there is a need to listen to the clamor, the desires, the requests, and the yearnings of our people. And also, if Nigeria wants to remain as one indivisible entity and wants to practice democracy as it is practiced in the 21st century, then Nigeria should also learn to listen to the yearnings of a citizenry. And by that, we can be in the good books of nations that believe so much in democracy or nations that believe so much in fundamental human rights. And as long as we wouldn't want to be in their bad book, so to speak, all of this should be put into consideration. However, if we do not want to put all of this into consideration, then we should also be ready as a nation, we should be ready as a people to face whatever consequences or consequences that comes afterwards. So that's my that's my thought about that. So, um, uh, would you say, because uh, for some people, they, they look at it and they say that, well, um, the UK, they have a right uh, to do whatever they uh, want to do. Uh, they have a right to, of course, grant asylum to who they believe deserve it or those they believe deserve it. Uh, and um, they are saying, in fact, they, ju- they are just coming out to state the obvious and saying, you know, they don't even... Uh, so uh, these are things that Nigeria as a government or as a country know already that yes the UK will grant asylum to whoever they believe they should but uh, wouldn't you expect that maybe there would have been uh, conversations of this nature between the UK uh, Home Office and the Nigeria Foreign Affairs Ministry as regards their plans and what they intend to do especially considering uh, the uh, the fights the Nigerian government has been having with uh, you know these uh, groups uh, in question well I am beginning to think that at some point Nigeria as a nation we bite more than we can chew to an extent of course I'm a Nigerian I mean no Nigerian is more Nigerian than another Nigerian mm. for good sake if a nation had decided to grant asylum to whoever, then I think it is within the constitutional rights of that nation to so do. Nigeria does not have the the moral rights, so to speak, to tell the, the, the UK government who to be granted asylum 
or who know to be granted. So if the, the, the UK government had seen a reason, and the reasons are obvious anyway, if they had seen a reason and they think it's a cause they should, they should fight, and they want to grant asylum to whoever seeks asylum, for crying out loud, the Nigeria government should allow the UK government to do what is constitutional. However, if the Nigerian government does not want uh, our citizens in court to benefit from such asylum, then the Nigeria government should be bold enough, should be mad enough to fix whatever problem it is that are making our citizens seek asylum. So if a group of people had questioned the government, uh, if a group of people had asked the government to fix XYZ, and the government think that uh, fixing XYD will not be will not be will not be good for her enough. Then instead of spamming them to be terrorist groups, instead of spamming them to be whatever, then the Nigerian government should be man enough, I suppose, to invite them to a round table and and talk it out. But if they are not willing, if the Nigerian government is not willing to talk such out, as the 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 UK government is thinking that well, if the Nigerian government is not doing what she felt should be done. But once you grant asylum to whoever seeks asylum or to whoever they think is in danger in Nigeria, for crying out loud, let that be. So why are we losing a sleep over a thing we cannot do and somebody else is trying to help us do? Well, I mean, the UK is not a, a place where you don't you don't accord uh, importance to people's life. They, they give they, they give they accord importance to people's life. So if if they think that whatever it is in Nigeria could generate or could snowball into a protracted kind of uh, 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 unrest, mm. and they want to invite anybody that is time a terrorist over, for crying out loud, let us allow them to be. I think that is LD for the world. It is LD for Nigeria too. But what, 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 why do we, because um, you, you, if you look at the uh, statement released by the UK um, uh, Home Office or that division of the UK Home Office, are they, of course, uh, you would expect that they would not dabble into certain matters such as um, judging the current government or uh, giving opinions as regards uh, the style of the current government. But they pointed out uh, certain issues that have been raised over time and, uh, you know, how they... Uh, also, I've heard about these issues, uh, issues of marginalization, issues of over-centralization of uh, senior public officers or senior government officials in one particular region or the other. And, you know, don't, don't you think that in, in as much as they did not categorically come out to say that is their belief, uh, don't you think, um, you know, for, for a sovereign nation or for, you know, for Nigeria, this would be seen as, uh, you know, dabbling into its affairs as well? Well, the UK, well, the Nigerian government would, would go, I mean, as far as saying all of those, the Nigerian government is also right to opinion. See, the, the British government or the UK government is also right to its opinion. That's just an opinion. Now, it is now in the hand of the Nigerian government to prove it right or wrong. But all of the things that are mentioned, by uh, such as um, appointments and all of those, and concentrating on the particular region against other regions are obvious, especially for those that are in Nigeria. They are obvious. They are things we see every time. Now, if the Nigeria government does not want any other government around the world in the world to hold our responsible for all of those, then what is available is enough to go around. The Nigeria government should come home and do the needful by letting such offices, by letting such uh, uh, appointments put across other regions of the country. 
And by that, if anybody comes up to say that Nigeria, I mean, if anybody comes up to accuse the government of, say, marginalization or whatever, then all of the people in Nigeria, especially in those regions that are benefited, and especially if it is uh, evenly distributed, people will state the obvious, like the obvious is being stated now. So I wonder why we should cry every time somebody calls us to order. I think the UK government is actually calling the Nigerian government to order. And, and, and for once, yes, understood that Nigeria is a sovereign state. Nigeria is a sovereign state. But even at that, other nations, other nations reserve the right. Reserve the right. Yes, they are not interfering. But they reserve the right to comment on whatever it is they think is wrong in a particular nation. And it is obvious that a whole lot of stuff are just not right with the distribution and the appointment of offices and the appointment of people and all of those. And if the UK government is coming out at this very time, this was the, this was the government that had, at, some, at, at some point given the platform for, for, the, for, for, for certain government officials to, to hear their opinion. And the same person or the same government that gave the opportunity, that gave the floor to hear your opinion, is now calling you to order to say, no, you have done X, Y, Z, and, 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 and what you have done is supposed to be wrong. Can you just come and fix? Can you just step in and fix this thing? Instead of fighting back truth and nail to, to, to rationalize what is wrong or what is, what is not proper. So the UK government is at liberty, that's my position, is at what? liberty to criticize. Well, uh, Mr. Nkoya, just, just, just before we wrap this up, I, I should ask, because uh, what the Minister of Information said, of course, is that uh, they, uh, because the expectation is that the Minister of Foreign Affairs, uh, Geoffrey Yama, uh, and the Foreign, the, or the Foreign Affairs Ministry will be taking it up with the UK and uh, discussing these issues with them. Uh, what, what do you expect Nigeria to be saying to the UK if indeed such conversations do happen eventually? What should be the position or the argument of the Nigerian government? Well, well um, 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 that, that actually kept me on the post mood. It kept me on the post mood, that is the sincere truth. However, if such conversation comes on, I wouldn't know if you want me to speak for the Nigerian government or the British government. Well, but if I'm speaking for the Nigerian government, if I'm speaking for the Nigerian government, I will only plead with the British government to allow us go home and fix Nigeria. But do, do you think the Nigerian government could be um, trying to, um, uh, you know, uh, make uh, the British government see reasons as to why um, the, their decision should be rescinded, uh, you know, as to why... Uh, these individuals that they say uh, are not are being persecuted might not even might not be being persecuted, but are being prosecuted indeed. I'm not sure Nigerian government has the audacity, so to speak, to tell the UK government to rescind that decision. Neither do I think there is a need to rescind that decision. There is no need to rescind that decision on many fronts, especially on the grounds that some folks are being persecuted in Nigeria. They are being persecuted for a thing they think is right. They are being persecuted for hearing their opinion in, demo- in, a, in a democratic system or in a democratic government. And as such, the world over, especially in nations where democracies practice, had, had, had spoke vehemently against what is done in Nigeria especially against a group of people that want a thing from the government. And as such, the government I want to put again in clear terms, the Federal Republic of Nigeria, 
or the government of the Federal Republic of Nigeria does not, by any standard, does not, by any front, have the moral rights to tell the UK government who she should grant um, asylum or who she should give support to. However, there can be a conversation to trust that the UK government should probably hold on for a while, that if XYZ is not fixed, then they can go ahead. But the UK government also reserves the right not to adhere to whatever it is that the Nigerian government is mm -hmm. presenting on the table. Mm -hmm. So it is a win-win on both sides. Mm -hmm. The well, Nigerian government present the position, the UK government will not accept. The UK government present the position, yeah, the Nigerian government will not accept. But you know, the people that are involved should be protected. People should be protected. All right. Uh, well, because uh, uh, when you say that um, you know pro pro possibly uh, fixing some things, it would that would definitely boil down to whether or not uh, the federal government believe. Uh, I mean, the federal government believes that certain things are actually really wrong <laughs> because when you listen to some of the federal government officials, uh, they believe they are in the right. They are doing what they have to do to protect their country, to protect the country, and you know. Uh, all these talks about persecution has no basis. Well, if you talk to some of them, anyway. Oh, well, well, I have said this again and again, and I think I'll say it again, that most of the, I mean, if what, well, if what the Nigerian government is doing is right, then there won't be agitations here and there. Mm. That's just obvious. That's, that's, that's logical. That's commonsensical. If we're doing what is right, then people should not be agitating. People should not be agitating every other day. But then if we can look inward to say, okay, why are these people actually, why are they, why are they calling for this, why are they calling for that, if they are calling for or whatever it is that they are calling for, let us, let us find a solution, let us find a common ground, let us find a common ground. The government officials should look inwards, so they should look inwards and ask themselves, why are people always on the street agitating, why are people always on the street fighting, why are people always, I mean, why, why are all of these things happening, people are complaining of security, people are complaining of um, um, distribution of uh, political offices, appointment, appointment of um, officials into offices and all of those. And the truth of the matter is that the government is a citron. the government is hell-bent on doing the only thing she wants to do. And for God's sake, you want a people, you want you want adults, grown-ups, you want grown-ups to remain where they were some five years ago and not asking questions in the democracy. Come on, that's not done. Mm. Asking questions is part, is part of a, a democratic setting. And what they are doing is legitimate. So the Nigerian government should come home and see what is wrong in what she is doing. It's as simple as that. All right. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Neil Nkoye, as a lecturer at the Department of History and Diplomatic Studies at the Sajulang University of Education. Thank you for talking to us very quickly. Thank you for your views this morning. I want to thank you for having me on the show. Have a pleasant All right, you too, please. Uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning. Okay, so, um, in interesting submissions, uh, interesting views as far as uh, this uh, issues are concerned. Um, uh, is a position, of course, um, adopted by a number of people who are of the belief that, well, uh, the UK government, they have a right to whatever uh, they, uh, they have decided to do or they believe they need to do as far as this group of people are concerned. And for the Nigerian government, uh, it is only expected uh, that they would uh, come out to, uh, you know, fault the position of the UK government, just like uh, the Honourable Minister uh, for informa of Information and Culture came out to say that 
Uh, you know, they are even they might even be sabotaging our fights against terrorism. Although, uh, when it comes to the whole issue of IPOP being labeled a terrorist group, although you could say it's a uh, that's a kettle of a different fish, but there have been, there have been questions over that uh, action in itself, especially with certain things going on uh, in uh, you know some other parts of the country. Uh, there's there's been calls uh, where some have said a certain group of people should be labeled terrorists, and also there have been criti- criticisms that have trailed uh, the. Uh, very interesting arrangement of deradicalization and reintegration of, um, well, in quotes, repentant terrorists uh, into the society. Well, although that that's that's a conversation for another day. Uh, just pointing out uh, that that's another thing uh, that has gotten a lot of attention across the country. Well, I bet a number of you have been uh, following uh, the uh, updates as far as the UK uh, government statement is concerned and the reactions that have trailed it from right here in Nigeria. And of course, uh, a number of reactions are from uh, the social cultural groups, uh, the likes of Afeni Ferry, uh, Anise Indigbo, uh, the coalition of northern groups, expectedly. Uh, the uh, reactions followed a pattern and you know that pattern is one that uh, we've seen or we've noticed uh, well enough over time uh, in the country uh, groups like uh, the Yohanese Indigo, the Pan-Niger Delta Forum, the Middle Belt Forum, the um, Afeni Ferry uh, they, their position is well the UK government they are doing the right thing the Nigerian government need to you know correct certain things you know they need to sit down and do certain things but uh, for the coalition of northern groups uh, they have a position that is somewhat similar to what uh, the Minister of Information is saying uh, it's an affront uh, they are dabbling into what's not their business uh, they are disrespecting the country uh, you know, those are the words uh, those are, that's a position of the coalition of northern groups. Well, it's there, um, uh, being talked about across uh, various uh, platforms. Well, um, in the next couple of minutes, before I wrap things up this morning, I'll get some thoughts from you as well listening this morning. The numbers to call are 815 Four three two one zero seven nine, or zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. That's zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers to call. Uh, just a couple of minutes, so I'll be squeezing in just a couple. So please, uh, when you get the chance to uh, talk to us, uh, turn on the volume on your radio. Tell us your name, where you're calling from, and get straight to your point. Thank you. Uh, Twitter is also available at Fresh FM. I built on Twitter. We are live on Facebook. Uh, you also have a chance to drop your contributions uh, there as well uh, on the program this uh, morning. Uh, well, there, there are quite a number of uh, comments on uh, Facebook that I should have taken, but I will. I get to take them uh, in a moment. Uh, the uh, in another development, although somewhat similar, the uh, senior uh, spokesperson to the president, Mr. Gabashi, was saying yesterday uh, that um, you know these calls uh, for cessation, these calls uh, across the country, uh, that uh, you know, the, especially how they've been heightened in recent time, is come out to say the president will not be stampeded or will not be bullied. Uh, you know, into making drastic decisions, probably calling a national conference, as some have said, you know, saying that the president will call the administration will continue to go in the path that they believe is right uh, for the country, which is what 
they've been doing although you know some would argue um differently 08154321079 those are the numbers to call uh to talk to us via apologies i see okay apologies if you're trying to talk to us uh, just uh keep trying uh definitely we will uh get the chance to talk to you uh but um iman allen uh on facebook says so does the federal government of nigeria think the uk government would balk when it comes to freedom fighters and their rights when federal government has no good reputation abroad it says um uh it says bami is the only way to qualify if just straight to uk ambassador in nigeria in fact because we hear that uh the air commissioner here might be invited as well good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. please turn on the volume on your radio Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Aziz. I'm calling from Alokuta. Good morning, Mr. Aziz. Yeah. Just like you said, uh, the caller said, uh, why do this thing they are doing the right thing? I mean, government. It's very good. It is far as you can see. I mean, things are not going the way they're supposed to be going. And the UK government decided to give some people asylum. I don't think. Um, the Nigerian government has got, has got any reason to, to think that they can change anything. We should come back home and fix ourselves. If uh, the solution to every challenges we've been facing is people going their separate ways, why not? The amalgamation was signed in, 19, in a, um, 1914. And if I'm right... I think that expired 2014. <laughs> so, if we still want to continue to be together, let us sit down and talk about why they shine away from it. All right. Thank All right. you. Th- thank you for your contribution. Uh, that's a different uh, conversation entirely. Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Hello. Wow. Hello, good morning. Philip. Well, we can barely hear you. You'd have to try again. Hello, good morning to you. All right, do try again. Uh, so uh, the connection is not the smoothest, but keep trying. Uh, hopefully, we uh, get the chance to get your thoughts uh, just for wrap things up this morning on the program. Um, frankly speaking, uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking. All right, Stephen Babatunde says Nigeria government need to sit back and call for peace to reign again by doing righteous in the nation. I'm sure he meant well, doing right by the nation. Um, okay, thank you very much for that contribution. Is also uh, via Facebook uh, this uh, morning. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter. Uh, it's also an opportunity for you to bear your thoughts. Uh, if you're, you know, trying to talk to us about the phone lines and, uh, you know, keeps uh, disconnecting, uh, just uh, do try. All right. 0815-432-1079. Uh, those are the numbers to talk to us uh, via uh, this uh, morning. Uh, many thanks to a number of you, of course, uh, joined us live on Facebook, uh, sharing your thoughts uh, via that avenue. Do feel free to share uh, that video as well. Hello, good morning. 
Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkutas platform this Wednesday morning. Thank you for staying with us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we're trying to uh, see whether the connections could be smoother. So you could try now. Hopefully, you know, uh, it's a lot better. 0815 uh, 0818111 Those are the numbers. Remember, at Fresh FM Abelkutas on Twitter. Uh, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions uh, as well. Did um, check out some of your thoughts via Facebook earlier. Uh, well, uh, at Paul uh, says, government should normalize whatever is creating tension by urgently restructuring the country. Uh, that's um, also uh, a comment on Twitter uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, the, the, the preponderance, uh, and it, it's quite interesting. Okay, hello, good morning. Well, you'd have to try again. It, it, it's quite interesting, you know. Uh, th- th- this would not be the first time that we've had, uh, you know, governments of other nation, uh, other nations coming to, uh, well, maybe not directly, but indirectly, um, dabble or get into matters of this country. And you, you find Nigerians, you know, saying to government mostly, well, they have a point about we do something about it, although. Uh, you could find a number of others that, you know, share different opinions. But uh, the, the, uh, the, there's a the beautiful thing about criticism sometimes. It is about uh, sitting down to look at it and uh, seeing whether you also have uh, some loopholes to plug or you also have jobs to do as far as uh, fixing some of the issues uh, that have been raised that are concerned. Uh, you know, but uh, just like I was pointed out earlier, uh, that will be dependent on whether the party involved uh, is of the belief or that they are doing anything wrong or there are things that they need to improve upon. If the party involved uh, is of the belief uh, that, well, uh, these are just individuals um, dabbling into our matters for no reason. Uh, these are individuals trying to sabotage our efforts. Uh, we are doing our best. We're doing what we feel is right for the country. Then, uh, you know, it's, it's a different ballgame uh, entirely. Uh, anyway, we just have to see, as the Minister of Information said, that the Minister of Foreign Affairs will be picking it up with the uh, UK uh, Home Office, and um, we, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Geoffrey Yama will be speaking with his UK counterpart as to, uh, you know, what exactly um, the UK meant or what they, uh, you know, planned with that uh, notice. But we'd have to wait and see. Uh, the information that we'll be getting uh, from those conversations if they do happen uh, eventually. Uh, will you think there this morning? Apologies, really. I see <laughs> you still trying to talk to us about the phone lines. It just keeps dropping. Uh, incidentally, uh, one or two are in now, but uh, we don't have that much time to uh, get some more thoughts uh, again uh, this uh, morning. We'll leave it there. Uh, this morning. Many thanks to you for trying. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. Many thanks for your thoughts uh, via our social media this morning. I should say a very big thank you to Mr. Ni Yogenkoy again. Uh, spoke to us from uh, uh, the Department of History and Diplomatic Studies at the Taishalang University of Education this uh, morning. That's Platform this Wednesday. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Wednesday. Please be safe. Good morning. If you ask me who I go ask The matter where we see So You tell where you start No be me go talk Be heavy for mouth If you ask me The matter for ground Now who I go ask
Go out. 